0: Question. Have you ever been mindlessly scrolling through your feed, maybe to pass a time or maybe because you had a free moment? And then out of nowhere, bam, you scrolled onto something that kept your attention longer than 0.3 seconds. Maybe it was a video that you found funny, or an ad for your favorite pot in a new color. Or maybe it was a photo that someone took and it brought up some feeling inside you. From TikTok to Instagram to YouTube to TV, we consume a significant amount of content each and every day. And yet, We consume it in a fraction of the time that it took to create it. It takes a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. But for some people, that's exactly what they want to do with their life. Go out and make things. With their iPhones or DSLRs or film cameras, there are those who set out to create amazing things that you and I may swipe by in a fraction of a second. Or maybe we do take some time to watch that video or stare at that image for a few seconds longer. Maybe we feel something or resonate with that thing being said then we go about our day and not think of much else. How do those people do it? How do they get us to stop and look? And how do they go from seemingly nothing to absolutely everything? Hi, my name is Cole Chandler, and this is Why You Like What You Watch, a podcast episode that will briefly overview all the elements that go into the content you are consuming, how they are used effectively, and what steps you can take to further your education and skill. So, how exactly does someone start to make content? Well. Really, as long as you have a camera and something to edit with, you can start anywhere.
1: I guess if we take it all the way back, the first time I ever filmed anything was in 8th grade on an iPad.
0: This is my friend Bree Mullen. Before she had her degree in multimedia communications, worked in New York City, and became the sought-out photographer she is today, she was just a kid running around with her camera, like most of us.
1: Um, I made music videos. I was really into like the music video community of YouTube around like 2012, 2013, 2014. Um, A lot of like DJ earworm mashups. And so I made a YouTube channel in eighth grade and just started making music videos of myself, like lip syncing to these like songs. And I like fashioned a tripod out of a baking sheet and some like it, it wasn't quite a tripod, but it was something with like three legs and it would hold my iPad and right. it was, it, <laughs> it was very DIY. Um, those are my roots and I still use some of those tactics today.
0: Once she figured out how to operate her camera, she then began to figure out what all went into making a film.
1: From, I feel like the, the highest level thing is just like, you know, making sure your crew is fed, like getting snacks and then it goes all the way to the deepest like depths of your soul, really.
0: A lot goes into making a film, getting a crew together, props, set. But above all else, you really need a story to tell.
1: I heard somewhere recently, uh, making a film is like, it's really a miracle that it happens because there are so many elements that have to work together and so many resources you have to pull and so much time and, and heart that goes into it. Um, so I guess if we break it down it all starts with the story. Story is king and story dictates everything. Anyone can make a film. Um, you can recruit your friends, you can scrounge around and you don't have to have millions of dollars and like a huge crew to like make a movie. Um, some people do and that's awesome and super fun. Um, but just know it is either way you slice it is it is a lot of heart and a lot of effort, um, whether it's a project you're making with your friends or you know, a Scorsese film.
0: You have to ask yourself, what are you trying to say? What do you want people to know? Is it a moment from your life that you need to share? Perhaps you're just trying to market a company or brand. Whatever it is, everything you do, say, and create will serve to tell that story. For Brie, the story she tells may be different from yours, so she implements her own unique style using things such as lighting, camera angles, and color to help convey her message more effectively.
1: I really go with my gut a lot of the time i try to picture it in my mind and try to understand the ideal picture and then kind of like work backwards of like what i need to create that so a lot of that um i mean i try to come to set as prepared as possible with my shot lists and my storyboards and stuff Um, i also like to create a mood board because when you're on set and your storyboard is just not aligning with the location that you have, maybe, or you're not really feeling your shot list. You have that storyboard that is like your essence of like the emotion. And like, I tend to go for things that are very like warm and light. And um, I gravitate towards those. And so, of course, I'm a very visual person. And so looking at that really helps me find something i'm satisfied with on set in a fairly reasonable amount of time um but yeah inspiration images are everything um trying to storyboard and understand how to create visuals that really tell your story um kind of like without words i guess so if it's you know a really anxiety inducing scene like do you want to be really up close and like handheld or does um, a lot of space make you anxious? And you want to be like high up in the corner of the room and have like quite an isolating feeling. So you just kind of have to um, figure out and decide what you think is best for the story. I love sunlight. Um, and so, you know, if I can push some light through a window and, and pull down the blinds and have like a white curtain and, you know, it just creates that very like airy like summer afternoon kind of feel. Um, you've got the shadows in there, but all of the light is the focus um, and it's very warm. Um, of course, you can also manipulate your camera settings, your um, your white balance. Um, so, yeah, those are some of the things I, I use to create kind of the color. Um, I like to use gels. So gels are just kind of like colored pieces of plastic you can throw over your light. Um, if you're a super budget and DIY filmmaker, you can use tissue paper. Um, but only do that with LED panels or else you might have a fire hazard. Yeah. <laughs> um, light bulbs. Then. So, yeah, you can you can get really creative with it. Um but yeah, I, I like to use a lot of wide shots as well. Um, I don't tend to go for a close-up most of the time. I like to give space to just kind of watch the scene play out. Very nostalgic kind of feeling in, in my work.
0: So let's say you did it. You figured out the settings on your camera. You have some experience under your belt. Now, how do you get your name out there? How do you go from a seemingly unnamed creator to someone who is sought after by other creators and clients? If you wanna be seen as a creator, you first have to show the people what you can create. I would stay late after hours just taking photos of everything and trying different things. This is my boss and mentor, Tony Lee, an award-winning photographer who went to the Art Institute of Dallas to get his degree in fashion. He shot for brands such as Express and Pantone and has been featured in multiple publications like Variety Fair.
2: I put my stuff on MySpace, right? It was like two in the morning. And then like the next morning I woke up.
3: You've got mail.
2: I had um, like 200 new friend
0: requests, like just come out of nowhere. The only way to get your name out there is to make something and put it online. From there, people will be drawn to how you share stories and will want you to help tell theirs.
2: Where I kind of started looking at more as a business versus a freelance photographer, for kind of mentality. When I had quit my job, I just said I was gonna be, be a, a freelancer under the moniker, the Tony Lee Project. At the time when I like was just doing this solely on my own, um, I was just doing model development and shooting for agencies. And the workload was small enough for me to handle on my own. But as wor- the work demand became higher and higher, then I was like, okay, you know, I have to, switch my mindset a little bit. I was like if I'm going to grow this, you have to have the mentality of adjusting to change.
0: So what will your creative venture be called? Would it be just you taking photos or videos or both? A mix of the things? You need to have a name that can identify your creative work and something that encompasses your skill set so others know why to come to you. At the time
2: when I was first kind of breaking out in the scene, I had so many interests and so many things I did. and I just stuck with my name. I wanted it to be super simple. Like I was designing and making clothes. I was doing photography. Um, I was doing a little graphic design work. I was doing painting and illustration. Um, it was a lot of things. and I w- and I kept saying I was like, I'm always constantly doing a project. And um, so I just went and did the Tony Lee project.
0: For some, having a name to create under and being able to make things is enough. But for others, they want to make a business out of it. They want to fund not only the project they are currently working on, but a dream project they have in the future.
2: They want to be creative and they want to make money. And I was like, that's like, who doesn't want to do that? But in order to do that, you have to switch out of being, you have to be able to know how to turn on your creative brain and you have to know how to turn on your business brain. And a lot of business is done through communication the the big thing about making a business happen is listening and listening to the people around you and listening to um what your
0: audience is telling you even what your heart is telling you you know for me when i started working as a content creator my job was to take photos of t-shirts that would help sell both the product and the lifestyle to their target demographic I laid the shirts on this table and added in some flowers to the scene. I used a prism in front of my camera because I thought it would look cool. You know, really wanting to impress my boss with how cool I can make the shirts look. When I was done, I went up and showed my boss the images. And after looking through them all, he said, these are really cool photos, but they are not selling the product.
2: The majority of what I do to really cultivate a business and generate a profit and and afford to grow it is, is probably 75% management and 25% actual creativity. And you can't get to the creative part without really truly seeing your big picture. And my advice to anyone who is wanting to... Be a creative and get into the business. You got to start knowing your value and your worth. And making it known that this is what I'm worth. This is what I'm doing. And this is what you're paying for. You're paying for my time to like research your company. You got, you're paying me for my time to produce something that's gonna generate you profitability and then still be a profitable game for me. Um, and a lot of artists, you know, they put out either a big number or they put out a little number. And the ones that put out a little number are booking all the work and getting exhausted and then losing the joy out of it because they undervalue themselves. And then the ones that are doing the big number, you gotta show that you deserve that big number because you've done all the legwork on it. Like that this isn't just, oh, I'm gonna make pretty pictures, but are those pretty pictures that are actually gonna generate any money
0: for the client? Yeah. Like it's that return on investment a- aspect. This is all really dependent on how far you want to commit to being a creator. Are you someone who is just a hobbyist? Maybe someone who wants to shoot a wedding or family pictures here and there? Or maybe you want to create an entire business out of it. More experience and more education can only improve and refine your skill set, leading to even greater works of art.
3: Art is a skill. And anybody who has any type of tool technically is learning a skill. Here at
0: RSU, there are several classes that you can take to help expand your knowledge on photography, videography, and graphic design. One of those people to help you along your journey is Andrew Nichols, a multi-award-winning photographer working here in the communications department.
3: It's such a wonderful experience to watch other people learn. Whenever I help someone, I want to help them learn so that they can, you know, they can become who they're who they want to be or what they want to do because There are people who are interested in photography who happen to be great painters. There are people who are interested in painting who who happen to be great photographers, so on and so forth. It's all about trial and error.
0: At college, we get the chance to experiment, take risks, and collaborate with other like-minded individuals who are all working towards the same goal.
3: The one thing I will say if I've taken away of anything from college is, is like how to learn with other people, how to get along with a team, because You're going to be working, if you're working in media, it doesn't matter what you're working with. If you're working with media for your life, then the one thing I will say is that, like, you've got to learn how to communicate effectively with people. It's supposed to be like an experience that you actually get to have something that's hands on. It's not just a test. It's not just reading a book. It's not just, you know, memorizing answers for a quiz that you're going to take at the end of the week or turning in assignments. It's actually going out and putting out a real work, something that you want to do, something that you have have dreamed of for God knows how long and now you're finally putting it out there. Throughout my time here at RSU,
0: working with clients, brands, and departments, being here at college has really helped me to develop my own voice and expand my skill set way beyond anything that I could have done by myself.
3: So here at RSU, we teach several courses. So digital color photography, video production, and advanced broadcast practicum. Uh, We do short film and documentary. We do digital design, which is a very fun class. We have our own studio with our own studio lights. And... Anybody anybody who wants to use it is more than welcome to use it. It's part of your lab.
0: We also have like Studio Three. Studio Three is really, really cool. That is true, yeah.
3: It's like RSU's media company.
0: Yeah. And they work with like real clients and you get real world experience out of it. It's super yeah. cool.
3: And you work you're not just working with like with like videographers or photographers, you're working with everybody. All of it. The yeah. entire
0: chain. Like yeah. PR and digital design and-,
3: and it allows you to put out like quality work. It's not just like, oh, you know, here you go, I just made this up. No, 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 these people are actually putting out quality stuff.
0: Along your journey, it is always important to remember that whatever you decide to shoot, film, or create, that is something that you do to the best of your ability. Even if you're just experimenting with new techniques, even if you're just shooting with your friends for fun, even if you have never shot for a business before and you just got your first kick, make sure that whatever you create, you are giving it your all and seeing the value in yourself. If you really want to know why you like what you watch, then come and learn what all goes behind the scenes from ideation and creation to post-production and publishing here at Roger State University. I've been your host, Cole Chandler, and this has been my episode on Life on College Hill, why you like what you watch. Later.
1: Season one of Life on College Hill was recorded, written, and edited by students in the podcast production class, part of the Department of Communications at Roger State University. This podcast is part of the RSU Radio Podcast Network. Visit rsuradio.com for more.